Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Jello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast that is suitable for all jellies from to and everything in between jellies. I'm Tin and, and hang on, did I say Jello or did I say Jello? Oh no. No, 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 no. Sometimes all I want, listeners, is for this show to have a normal day without any sort of wobble. No, I didn't mean wobble. I meant wobble. Oh, no, come on. Hmm. You know, I've got a new app for finding out what this sort of thing is on my phone. Um, What was it called again? Linda, Linda, do you remember what the new app was called, Linda? No. Useless. I've got so many apps on my phone. It's very hard to remember which ones do what, but I know it's in here somewhere. Uh, Nope, that's the one that lets me know how close I am to a saucepan at all times. And luckily, there aren't any nearby. Uh, Nope, that's the app for translating the word pickle into any language. Uh, Oh, is it maybe this one? Ah, no, but this one is great. It takes a picture of your face. Hang on. And then it swaps the photo for a picture of someone else's face entirely. So it doesn't look anything like you because it isn't you. It's just someone else's photo. <laughs> I look like someone called Roger Kneecaps who's currently at work. Brilliant. Uh, that, that's my app for counting apps, which might be able uh, to be used to find... <coughs> there it is. My local What on Earth is Going On near you app. Um, let me see. Uh, yes, there it is. Ah, we're just having a minor jelly or jello quake. It's like an earthquake, but it's a bit more wobbly. It's not very dangerous, but it does mean you say jelly words are wibble and you get wibbly more wobbles. And obviously here at CC4K Jelly Q, it means all of the jelly hippos get thrown about, which means extra wobbly smells and the farting animals get shook about, so they jelly loads. Ah, that wobble might be the latest wobblings, um, or the lastest wobblings, in fact, if this app is right, and it usually jelly. <coughs> so great, in which case, things are wobble, and I can just do the admin wibble and then relax like a jelly. So, first wibbles, though, is male wobbles, and this week I've been sent in this jelly from Liam James in Australia, who is eight stinky hippos old, which I think, doing my calculations, means he is jelly, jelly years old in human years. Um, And Liam James says, if there are age ratings on shows, then there should be emotion ratings as well. So if you feel sad already, you don't watch a sad movie, but watch a happy one to cheer yourself up. Ah, now this is, um, Liam has put a question mark on there, um, and and normally with questions um, by Jelly Wrights should be asked to a wobble expert. But 
Right. For a start, I don't think this is a question. I think this is a fantastic, fantastic suggestion. Um, and if you listeners uh, might not remember, but Liam's brilliant suggestion is actually in response to a question on the show that we had just a couple of wobbles ago, uh, weeks ago, with Joshua Weagle. Uh, wobble. Seagull? Sieg Wobble. Sieg Jelly. Joshua Jelly. So I thought I'd put Liam's suggestion in this bit while you all remember the question about why shows have age ratings and also to give Liam a shout out for such a brilliant suggestion. Um, Liam, I think emotion ratings is an absolutely amazing jelly. I mean, idea. But I think, like you mentioned, there would have to be some sort of special board uh, of people who could limit how many of each type of shows you could watch each week so you don't end up too happy or too miserable or too scared or too jelly or too ridiculous. Um, you know what I mean? Like, what if only all week you watch the silliest shows possible and by the end of the week you're like, you really need a sad show to kind of calm you down. Um, there also, I think, needs to be a kid emotion rating and a separate grown up emotion rating so that we can be warned when a Pixar film is going to have a sad bit that just makes grown ups cry. So thank you so much for sending that in, Liam. Um, and it, it is a brilliant suggestion. But if you would like to send in a, another question that's to do with anything else, then I can add that right to the question pile for an expert to answer. So if you out there, yes, you would like to send in a jelly that needs to be wibbled, sorry, answered, or you have anything else that you'd like to wobble, then please do get your mud butt foozles, sorry, I mean grown-ups, to help you jelly me at podcast.comedyclubforkids.co.uk. You can also reply to any wobble on the Spotify Q&A too, or review the show in any of the jellies that do that sort of a thing. If your grown-ups fancy helping support this jelly, I mean show, then they can sign you up to the Wobble Edition, sorry, Linda Edition, for a small fee on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Jelly Plus, Acast Plus. The Linda Edition comes out one day early and is advert-free, meaning the only ad you'll hear is this one for my other podcast, Jelly or Jelly. Ah, bust or trust. Are you mystified by mysteries? Or can you crack the craziest cases? We're looking for chief detectives to join us on our investigations into some of the strangest stories from around the world. We'll analyse aliens, look for the Loch Ness Monster and hunt out curses. We'll present you with the best evidence and the most interesting facts. And then it'll be up to you to decide and tell us what you think. Will you be a myth buster like me? Or a myth truster like me? If you want to be our chief detective... Join us on Bust or Trust, a kids' mystery podcast. Every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and all other places you listen to podcasts. Do go and check out that show too. It is silliness and mysteries and jelly. No, sorry, I mean no jelly, just jelly. Um, Also, if you're hearing this on the Wednesday, it's out, then you have just one week to enter the competition to win a copy of the very, very funny book, The Odd Squad, Rise of Invisidog by Stuart Jelly, Stuart Heritage. Um, All I need is your ideas for rubbish superheroes. You do have to email them in to podcast.comedyclubforkids.co.uk. Don't put them on a review. Don't put them anywhere else because I am going to have to ask you what your address is if you win and need to be sent a copy the best five rubbish superhero ideas will win a copy of rise of invisidog it is sadly only for listeners in the uk and ireland though uh, so i'm very very sorry to the rest of the jellyverse <laughs> the wobbling seems to be getting more wibblesome so you need to listen to this most jelliest bit and hopefully by the time it's done there'll be no more wibble wobbling hey grandpa here's the very last jelly food Back once again, it's Ben, Ben Vandervel, a.k.a. Ben, Ben, whose favourite currency is the Japanese yen, a.k.a. Benny V. Denny, the fastest mustard shaker in the West, or as all of our Morse code speaking listeners know you, boop, 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 beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. 
beep, beep, beep. And then that again for about three hours. Um, but of course, Ben, you are very well known for your lifelong mission to name and tag every single baked bean so that they can be recognised in an emergency. For your expert ability to know exactly when someone is about to sneeze and then ruin it for them. And most famously, for your heroic efforts stopping giant monsters from destroying cities by just asking them to stop it and grow up. Um, ben, it's nice to have you back on the show. How are you doing? Uh, and it's an absolute delight to be here. I'm good. I'm quite tired because I've been in some high-level negotiations with Mothra and wow. they just went on for days. But I have managed to save um, the city of Kyoto from his evil grip. That is amazing. Can I ask, because, because Mothra is, uh, for listeners that don't know Mothra, is, is a big moth, right? It's just it's a really big yeah. moth. Really yeah. big moth. Yeah, so did you just have to turn on like, like a lot of lights or how did you... Yeah, what we did is obviously you'll know that in Japan there are um, a lot of volcanoes. So what we did is we got a glass blower to blow an enormous um, light bulb and then we stuck it on top of a volcano that was about to erupt. Because obviously Mothra's a giant moth, you need a giant light bulb. Mm. And he went over to that and it incinerated him on it. That's well, that was the threat. That was the threat. Yes, obviously, threat. I do yeah, yeah, diplomatic negotiations. Of course. Well, that's nice. Yeah, that's how you that's that's how you do these negotiations. You sort of say it's this or that. And I mean, did he demand what do, what do moths demand? A lot of willy jumpers to snack on? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. He just wanted an, like all of the charity shops in Japan to be handed over to him um, and for them to prepare a five course tasting menu of different uh, wools and materials. Fond of socks. You wouldn't think oh, it. Yeah. He loves because socks to Mothra are sort of like tapas, you know, like finger right, food. Right. And is that because they are socks have that amazing thing? They'll taste of wool, but they'll also taste a bit of cheese. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's um, obviously not good in the vegan moth mm. community um, because, yeah. um, you know, like wool is an animal product and there might be little bits of sheepskin on it. And cheese is also an animal product. So for them, you have to have yes. vegan socks and vegan feet cheese. Vegan feet cheese. So that would be so that. Wow. I'm trying to, how would you make, because I suppose like for humans that are vegan, we can have vegan, we can have feet cheese because it comes from human feet. So we're just having yeah. our own feet cheese. But but then, but then you're uh, being a cannibal. You're having oh, your you cannibal. cannibalistic feet cheese who are an incredible <laughs> yeah. metal band. Yeah. Um, I love, I love their work. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, um, I mean, I guess because like things like corn and soya, they're all from fungus and mushrooms. So you'd have to wait till um, the mushrooms get feet cheese. Right. It's going to take a right. while for mushrooms to evolve feet. <laughs> so you'd have to have gone off mushrooms. Yes. And then, and then squish them down to make feet yeah. cheese smells. And then you could have vegan, vegan feet cheese in your sandwiches uh, or, or yeah. on your socks. I suppose you'd put it on your own socks. I don't really know. How it would work? Um, oh, I, well, it's, I, I suppose would you put on your own socks? No, you put on the socks that you're serving to vegan Mothra. Yes, yes, yes. That is that is correct. Yes, that is correct. I didn't realize Mothra, Mothra was vegan. It, I mean, it, it sort of makes you think, you know, because he's a, he's a big moth. Um, he destroys cities, but you think, what's in it? Cities aren't particularly woolly. I suppose they're quite bright at times. Well, no, the reason he's destroying them is because he's looking for the charity shops. Right. You know, we all know yes. that there there are vanishingly few of them. They're often difficult to locate. Often they mm. sort of like move premises and he's there just going, get out of the way, financial district. Get out of the way, entertainment yes. district. Ah, out of the way, um, ring road. I'll use you as a hula hoop. 
And uh, that's why he's so angry, because he can't find the charity shops where the socks and the woolly jumpers are. Uh, it makes so. See, this is why it's so useful speaking to you, Ben, because I think I did that very ignorant thing of I just saw a big, massive moth causing destruction. I thought, well, obviously, he's just not very nice. Uh, but there you are. You, you've, you've given him reason. Um, you know, you, you've made him uh, seem compassionate. And, you know, who hasn't <laughs> been desperate to find a charity shop? Um, and, and got quite angry and pushed over some buildings because of it. Well, that's it. To defeat um, Giant Moth, first you must become Giant Moth. And yes. I spent a lot of time living with the Giant Moth community. And uh, I, came to, I came to understand them. Um, and uh, did, did you know that moths have 67 words for, oh, isn't it bright? Wow. Wow. That's, so is that to do with the different levels of brightness or...? The, the level of surprise at how bright what, what do they change it to to do with uh, well, it's to do uh, it's the the luminosity <laughs> right, uh, right which is a really pleasing word to say it's wonderful um, yeah. of of the bulb it's whether it's whether it's uh, one candle or one lumen that's real science listeners um wow. one lumen or whether it's like a candelabra which is I don't oh. know, 2020 lumens or whether it is um taylor <laughs> swift's personality which is a thousand lumens wow she must be covered in moths all, Co- all the time covered in moths <laughs> i think that's yeah that's, that's that why, why she, she wrote the song shake, shake it, it off of course <laughs> yeah <laughs> always shaking off those moths that explains a lot <laughs> oh, that explains it wow wow uh, yeah, I mean, it's so, again, you know, the, these these facts and these things make the world just so much clearer when you put it like that. That's that's fantastic. I um I was going to say, well, I mean, I'm now really curious about Taylor Swift and just how many how many of her songs and how maybe she's always on tour to get away from moths. You know, there's probably a lot of a lot of her dance moves are designed to swat a moth away. I think it makes a lot more sense now that I think about it. Um, But I, I was going to ask about. Like those, like environmentally friendly bulbs, which they nearly all are now, but they start dim and then they get brighter. And that has got to make moths go, what? Yeah, well, that is the equivalent to moths of a pint of Guinness for mums and dads. Because um, <laughs> right. I, 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 I don't know if you know this, listeners, like if your mum and dad ever goes to the pub, if they have a pint of beer, they just pour the pint, and then your mum and dad drink the pint and it's nice. But Guinness is a very special black and white drink where they pour three quarters of it and then they wait and they read a book and they write a poem and they meditate for three and a half hours and then they go for a run and do their shopping and uh, eventually three days later they come back and they pour the other quarter of a pint of Guinness mm. and uh, its 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 um, motto is good things come to those who wait. Yeah. And uh, what you'll notice there, Tiernan, is that little joke required so much explanation <laughs> and that is a sign of quite how good it is. But but that is but I think also because um, there there are many reasons why our listeners shouldn't uh, shouldn't be allowed Guinness and I, and I think that's because you know it's an alcoholic drink it's for grown ups but also because I think anyone under in fact anyone under thirty is too impatient to wait for it <laughs> and and you need you need you need things quicker and so it's just you haven't got the time uh, you haven't got the time and obviously you're right um, our listeners shouldn't drink Guinness but a fun fact with Guinness is that Guinness is absolutely full of iron 
Um, so right. in the past, um, it used to be prescribed to um, pregnant women uh, to make sure that they had enough iron in them. But also it means when your mums and dads, if they ever drink Guinness, you can tell because whenever they bring it to their lips, it just goes clang, clang, wow. clang. And then you can use a magnet to sort of trap them as well. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, the barman puts the pint of Guinness down on the bar top and you're just at the end with an electromagnet and off it goes. I swear That's that was my point. That's a great idea. We're giving kids such useful, such useful yes. information. <laughs> well, I mean, I, well, yeah, so you've explained the, 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 the uh, energy saving bulbs are like yes. Guinness to moth because they just, they wait and they get the rewards. At the end. I, ben, this yeah. is fascinating. Really fascinating. Well, they are also, or they, they sort of sit there waiting for it, and they're like, oh, we've got to pass the time. What should we do to pass the time? Let's do some knitting. Obviously, it's really difficult knitting when you're a moth because you knit, and then you're like, oh, dinner. And yes. so it's sort of like the lady and the tramp when they're showing the spaghetti that they're nutting with one set of hands, but the other bit of the wool's just going in their mouth. That's, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds fun, actually. I'd enjoy knitting a lot more if I could knit with actual spaghetti. Oh, so yes, it. please. Yeah. Yeah, but what would you want? The thing with spaghetti is you, it's got to be um, lubricated. You can't have you can't have dry spaghetti. So would you lubricate it with olive oil or with butter while you're knitting it? But then if it's lubricated, it's hard to keep it on the knitting. Oh, yield. that's so hard. This it must be why no one knits with spaghetti. <laughs> I, I, hadn't put it, I hadn't put the two and two together like that. Um, yeah. This must be why when you order spaghetti, it doesn't come in scarf shape. No, just no, but it does come in bow tie shape. So you know the little oh, Italian yes. can do that sometimes. They can do it to the 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 farfalle, as it's called. That's true. I've never seen anyone wear uh, a pasta bow tie, which I always feel a bit sad about because I always think it, some people would look really sort of natty with a little pasta bow tie, but I never see nobody ever does well, that. But it's hamster sized, isn't it? So what you need to do is if you've got two pet hamsters is um, put little pasta bow ties on them, give them a little stick and it'll look like they're playing snooker. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's really good. And try to think what small sticks. Well, especially you could use a dried spaghetti as a stick. There you go. Perfect. Snapping Perfect. Yeah. Or you can get the little, uh, the conchiliae, which are the shells, yeah. and uh, you can put them to the ear of your hamster, and your hamster will go, oh, it sounds like the sea. And the other hamster will go, what's the sea? And the first hamster will go, I've got no idea. We are desert-based <laughs> creatures. Well, hang on, but I'm going to, hang on. I, I want to, because seashells, you can hear the sea because they've been in it and they um, keep a bit. Remember. I'm sure that's the science. That's it. They remember the science of the sea. And their little little pasta shells, are, are you sure they're going to sound in the sea or are they going like, to sound like bubbling tomato sauce? Or, <laughs> you know, like you might, get, you might get a sound that they recognise. You know? Yeah, that makes that makes total sense. <laughs> like, what is the sound of that's marinara? Mmm, yeah. delicious. <laughs> it's, it's a shame they're too small to hold up to your ear, really. Otherwise, I think we'd all just be able to listen to the sounds of lovely pasta sauces. Oh, that is like the ultimate ASMR for foodies, yes. isn't it? Just yes. at home, because actually you could get two and connect them with a pipe cleaner and wear them like headphones and just oh, be chilling out, listening to the sound of bubbling <laughs> pasta sauce. Ben, there is a whole world here. We've already like established two items. Pasta clothing is yes. long overdue. Like we are, it really is. We've there's two things. We've got pasta headphones, pasta bow ties. Technically, pasta sneaker cues, not clothing, but we throw them in as an accessory. Yeah, you've got lasagna sheets as well, which you can uh, just heat them gently and use it as a small blanket for your hamster. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah, or nice sew them together into various sheets and make a pasta soup for yourself. 
That's lovely. And I think also the little tubes you could put on their arms and legs and then they look <laughs> like robots. <laughs> like, they work like a little robot hamster. <laughs> well, uh, well, either either that or because they're, they're nice long thin tubes is you could sort of cut the pointy bits off the end so make it a cylinder, paint it black, put it on its head and turn it into an Abraham Lincoln hamster. That's, I mean, that's also, with, with the bow tie as well, that's yes. a lovely look. And you can, then, then the spaghetti cube becomes a little cane and they can do a little dance routine. Perfect. Is Abraham Lincoln famed for his dance routines? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That was the main thing. He, he was, it's, that's why they had to, the big uh, statue of him is in a chair, because if they did one standing up, it wouldn't stop moving. <laughs> that, was the, that was the problem. That's what I heard anyway. I, and I hear these things. So must be true. Yes. Yes, that's how it works. Um, well, Ben, I mean, that was it's a fascinating explanation. It's so interesting to dive into your monster negotiating life, which, uh, you know, I know you do, you do a lot of work on. Um, what I did want to ask, are there any are there any large monsters you actually really... I mean, maybe you like all of them, but I didn't know if you had any favourites. Any favourites? I, um, I quite like a monster called uh, Scylla. Um, not uh, as in Scylla Black for the mums, dads and granddads, but I'm um, spelled S-C-Y-L-L-A. And she is um, a water-based monster with um, like extra dog heads. And wow. she's, yeah, she's, she's, she's sort of like an evil mermaid, but then with several extra heads that are often like dogs or wolves. And she's super cool. Wow. And she's all right to negotiate with then. Is she, she's... Well, yeah, because you just go, here, boy, here, boy. And then you uh, throw a stick and then the dogs just get distracted. And you're like, if you do what I say, then I will stop throwing sticks for your sea dogs. That's great. I mean, she would be ideal for like a dog walker who normally has to deal with five or six different dogs with their own different heads. But they could have five or six different dogs, but just with one one body in one go. Do you know what I mean? That's like a lazy dog walker's dream. Yeah, exactly. She's very, she's very efficient as a monster. She's just all your monster needs condensed into one person. That's great. Oh well, well, well done, her. I knew, I knew there were some monsters out there trying, trying their yeah, best. Yeah, she's a good one. I like a cyclops as well. They're pretty yeah, good. I like a cyclops too. That I always feel like they're angry because they can't find sunglasses that that work because, like, they only need the one half of it, but then the other half sort of dangles off to the side. You know, like it, it must be annoying. Well, yeah, well, because you you never see a monocle sunglasses, do you? No. no. Well, and also with them. Now, the problem for a um, a, a, a cyclops is the ordering is like, what would you like? I'd like a sunglass, please. Do you not mean sunglasses? Yeah. No, one eye. I need a sunglass. Do you not mean sunglasses? No, no, no. Sunglass. Uh, you want a glass made of sun? No. I need tinted glass for my eye. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then they get annoyed and then they break stuff. And I, and I get yeah. that, you know. I get and then that. they ride off on their giant unicycle. <laughs> do you think that because they've only got the one eye they can only use things that only have one one wheel and one you know is, yeah. that, is that how it works yeah 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 Yeah, they, they've got a unibrow they shop at uniqlo yes um, yes of course they like unicorns um yeah that makes sense that does make sense well they, they, they do they do like unicorns but like uh, 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 uh this is i can't remember which brilliant comedian that this joke is uh 
quoted from, but um, Cyclops and a unicorn in a room is an accident waiting to happen. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's a horrible thought, actually. Poor Cyclops. Horrible Cyclops. unicorn. Everyone likes unicorns, but they're just dangerous, really. Like, yeah, you know, they are. Just big old spike on your head. That's not safe. Well, well, what you need to do, you need to make sure there's a cork on the end of it. Because Cyclopses are pretty big, so they can just open a bottle of wine and then take the cork, pop it on the end pop of the unicorn. The, yes. And then that yeah. unicorn will sort of look like a pencil with a rubber. And then oh, what you do is you dip the tail in paint and then you can paint with the tail. And if you don't like it, you can rub it out with the cork. That makes so much more sense. Uni- unicorns are suddenly much nicer. Now you can use them as a stationary uh, yeah. accessory. That's lovely. Yeah. Ben, it's such valuable information, Ben. Thank you. I'm so pleased that you're able to come back on the show with this expertise uh, for our listeners yet again. Um, and, and obviously I've, I've got a question that's been sent in by a listener that I know you are you are the person that can answer it, and, and that's why I've, I've called on you. Um, Happy but to do it. Before we get there, well, I'm, I'm, thank you. I'm, I'm so grateful. <laughs> um, but before we get there, I've got some admin questions. How do you feel about some admin questions? Uh, mate, it is. We're recording this at uh, 11.30 on a Wednesday morning. Uh, I love admin. That's what I'm here yes. for, mate. Yes, excellent, excellent, good. If you want, I can just only ask. We can do like 400 admin questions. And ignore Great. everything else. Yeah, perfect. Great. Um, well, here you go. Here's the first admin question, which is just, what is this? What is this? Mm. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a deep question. Mm. It's, mm. it's very deep. Um, this is... What this appears to be is something that has made my brain malfunction. It's what it's what's happened here. Well, that's what, but that's why I had to ask you what it was because it's been bothering me. It's been tickling my ears and and stopping me thinking all morning. And oh, uh, it's and an I ear just... tickler in that case. Oh, just... right, right. But it's not right. meant to go to your brain, is it? Because that's my, that's what's been worrying me. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, well no, it's meant to be because what it is, it's a, it's a it's a question that is a brain tickler, but it's also an ear tickler. It's oh. just. Yeah, it's so like, you know, because like, I don't know, as a, as a dad, I've got a five-year-old and a three-year-old. If I don't know what to do with my children, if my children are like, Daddy, I'm bored, I'm like, well, then it's tickling time. Yes. And clearly, yes, what is this is the question your brain asks when you just leave it in neutral, and it is your brain just going, oh, going to tickle you. Oh, going to tickle your brain in your ears. That's clever, isn't it? It's such a shame, really, that um, uh, you can't really just go and tickle people you don't know. But sometimes I think the default, like sometimes, like people get quite bored, and it's one of those things you can only do as a parent. And you, and your your kids go, I'm bored, right? Tickle time. But actually, a lot of people get bored all the time. Um, you know, I, there should be honestly, like professional ticklers out there who are Mister Tickle in the Mister Men. You know, that sort of yeah. someone who's allowed and has has a card and is qualified to tickle and could just cheer people up when they're very bored. I think that would be nice. Yeah, just sort of going around, just kind of like, um, hello, sir, it is the uh, 3pm tickle inspection. How are you feeling? Mm, bit dull or tickle, tickle, tickle. Yeah, or, that's it. I, I, or alternatively, you have your own tickle quota for a year. So every person is allowed to tickle a stranger five times a year. And I think yes. I think it'd be really good if like a really boring event, like Prime Minister's questions, when there are two boring <laughs> grey men and go, I'd say to you that the 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 the, the, the 
the, the iron works in Cheltenham needs to be shut up. But I say to you that it is not tickle, 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 tickle. Yes. It would really help. It would make everything so much more fun. And I think uh, while it would probably bring some jeopardy, I'd quite like the Olympics if, like, if just as somebody's about to get a really big, like, javelin throw, ticky, ticky, ticky under the arms and... <laughs> Also, people are saying, are we ever going to run faster than Usain Bolt's 9.58 seconds in the 100 metres? Mm. You stick a couple of ticklers behind a Jamaican sprinter going tickle, 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 tickle. Yes. Ooh, it'll do it in seven seconds. Of course, of course. A lot a lot of people would run pretty fast. Yeah, it's a great it's a great idea. I, I Yeah, yeah, I, I I like this. I think I'll, I'll send it to Parliament and uh, I think it, I'm sure they'll approve. And, and they will pass the tickling act. I think so. I think so. I hope so. I hope so. Well, thank yes. you, Ben. That was bothering me, and I appreciate you answering that question. Um, cool. So what, what this is is a push for constitutional change. Yes, that that's right, yeah. To... Uh, do you know what? Because British people say that we have the greatest sense of humour, and if that's true, then, you know, when the king was coronated last year, there should have been a small bit where the Archbishop of Canterbury just gave him a little tickle under the chin. Who's a good yes. Charlie? Who's a good Charlie? Well, and also because, like... If we had the best sense of humour, instead of like playing the national anthem with a big bass band, we should have done it with raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be funny, but we, yeah, I, I sometimes feel we don't do it properly enough with this sense. Yeah, of humor. I agree. Yeah, I agree yeah, absolutely. Um, well, listen, I've, I've got this, this, this second admin question. I do have to ask you, Ben. This is very important. This one, so I hope uh -huh. you know if you need to take time on this one, I, I do understand. Um, it's quite big, actually. It's quite big. This one, um, but Ben, I just wondered. Would you rather that without warning your legs and arms would suddenly inflate like balloons or that even though you knew it was there, your body was invisible to everyone you met so they thought you were just a floating head? So my, oh, my I've got to sort of get some um, uh, clarifications on this. With the inflating legs and arms, yeah. that is just, it just happens once and then I have to go around floating with, with, with inflated legs and arms or just at any point during the day, my legs and arms can inflate and then deflate slowly. I think I think it's the latter. I think they just I think they just uh, it could just happen quite a lot whenever you're not expecting it. I don't know how much. So I don't know if you would float off like a balloon or if you would just have like sort of big like just big puffy arms and legs. I don't know. OK, so it's not so they're inflatable. They may not be full of helium. No, they so may I not use, be, no. So I'd use them normally, but I just have giant sausage legs and fingers. Yes, and, yeah, uh, like huge Yes, just all of me. Just like, well, yeah, my, my legs and arms would be sausages. And hands and feet as well, chipolatas. It only says legs and arms. So okay, legs, it might okay, be more so like, I imagine arms. a bit like Popeye the Sailor Man, who <coughs> just get really huge forearms oh. and, and, you know. And do they get stronger? Or is it just aesthetic? Are they just big? I think if they inflate like balloons, it's not strength, is it? Because it's just full of air. It's, it's just, oh, yes. It's just, so I've got airy arms and legs, yeah. but not yeah. hands and feet. Body's normal, head's normal, or my body is invisible but still there. So my my head doesn't get to go higher or lower or float around. It's just that no, no one can see there, my body, but no one can see your body. So they think you're a floating head, which obviously has its plus points. Like if you did a fart, everyone would think, well, he doesn't have a bum; it can't be him. That's yeah. quite useful. But yeah. also, everyone would go, ah, it's a floating head. Yeah, well, uh, but then the problem is they'd go, ah, it's a floating head, and I have to go, no, don't worry. It's just that I've got an invisible body. And then they go, but hang on, that doesn't mean you have invisible clothes, because you're, which means that if you're like you are now, then you are naked, and oh, that's yeah. not good to walk around naked. So in order for that to be effective, I'd have to be both um, 
uh, a person with an invisible body and walk around naked everywhere, which is broadly speaking not not cool. No, it's not cool. It's so, not cool at all. Actually, yeah, yeah. I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought about the invisible clothes bit. Um, yeah. So if I'm invisible, if I have an invisible body with invisible clothes, or does clothes become invisible when they when I put them on? I mean, it doesn't specify. This is. I'm just reading you the question as it is, as the official question is. It doesn't okay. specify. So I think you could probably just you know hope hope for the best that you are allowed to wear invisible clothes as well. So on I don't the know one side, if, on, if you were if Oh gosh, yeah, that's very tricky. But if you if you were the person with the invisible body, then um, it adds a whole new level of jeopardy to enforcing the tickling act. Because, oh, yeah. like, who's tickling me? I know, not me. Um, got no arms. Yeah. Yes. Whereas the inflated arms and legs, I feel like that would compromise my tickling ability. Because I feel like, particularly as I was tickling, my bicep would chafe against my upper body. And in my in my head, I've, my leg, my, my my inflated arms have turned to like um, uh, 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 whatever balloons are made out of. So I'd be tickling, yes. and you'd hear. <laughs> Do you know what? Though? Like, I think what you have to think about is think about if you were in a bouncy castle, and then you became part bouncy castle as well. How like legendary that would be. Like, I feel like inflatable would be fun. Like, I feel like. Every time it happened, you'd almost want there to be like a like kind of music <laughs> behind you. I, yeah, I feel, well, I feel, you know, I know what I would do. I would spend ages bouncing my inflated arms off my inflated legs and then sort of bouncing <laughs> my inflated arms off each other. Yes. That would yes, be yes, like, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, I think, you, I think you've won me over. I think invisible body, not for me. Inflated arms and legs. Because... Because you don't know when it's going to happen. You're like, oh, oh it's party time. Yeah. Not ideal in bed, but yes, because you'd sort of yeah, that yeah, you'd you'd end up bashing all the pillows off. And yeah, I mean, the other thing yeah. that I suppose we haven't questioned is that your the clothes you'd have to wear would have to have really really baggy bits on the arms and legs. Oh, and you'd have to wear those old nineties Kappa tracksuit trousers yeah, with uh, Velcro yeah. <laughs> really down the baggy, side. Like MC Hammer trousers, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or also tricky in the bath. If you're like having a lovely bath and then suddenly oh, your arms yeah. legs inflated, you're like, oh, I've turned into a human lilo. Ah, well, tricky in the bath, but brilliant in a swimming pool or the sea. Yes, because you can just float float yeah. away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to work out what would happen in a sauna. I don't know, but I don't think it would be good. No, no, maybe, yeah, maybe avoid that. I mean, I still think you're right. Though. I still think less trouble than if you were just an invisible, if you had an invisible body. I think it... It's a hard one, but um, I think you've, yeah. I think you've weighed up the options. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and in conclusion, neither. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. I can't. It's a, that's not as an illegal move. I'm afraid. Oh no. Okay, fine. I will. I will. I will accept my fine from the county council in that case. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. It'll uh, it'll be a tickling <laughs> a tickling order, and uh, you have to deal you have to deal with that. Um, well, thank you, Ben. Thank you for for dealing with the admin questions. Um, now I've had this question sent in. This is the important bit. This question has yeah. come in from um, a bit like you're an expert in negotiating with monsters. This question has come from Rhino Expert Three Thousand. Um, I assume that they are the three thousandth expert in rhinos. Um, that might be that that's their code number. I don't really know. I don't really know what the 3000 stands for, but I'm assuming they were the 3000th person to get their Rhino expertise certificate. Well, either that or it makes me think that they're like a robot or Rhino oh. expert AI. And it 
you know, because it's, you know, it's difficult work out on the savannah trying to help out rhinos. And so instead, there's like chat GPT for rhinos. And this is what you've got is a, a bot has sent in a question. Oh, no. OK, but I suppose it's quite a good question. So I don't know. Do we do we embrace the future? Do we talk? Do we respond to this bot or? or yeah, or yeah, yeah. Be... no, we should. We, we should. We should be respectful of our future robot overlords. OK, that's fine. Yeah. That is fine. I mean, I suppose the only other option is, is that they are from the year 3000. They have travelled back in time as a rhino expert. Maybe in the future, rhinos rule everything and they are somebody who can communicate with them. You know, and they've travelled back in time to ask a question that perhaps isn't allowed to be asked in the year 3000. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. It's hard to, yeah, very hard to know. Um, well, listen, listen, it's a good question, though. It's a good question. I think you'll like this question, Ben. I think it's very much um, okay. You know, go your, for it. Your area of expertise. So they have asked Rhino Expert three thousand had asked, "Do noses smell, or do they smell?" Oh, we're back in what is this territory? This is deep. <laughs> it's very, it's very deep. Oh, yeah. it's very deep. no. Okay. Nose, nose. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I didn't even think of separate spelling. It's, it's spelt as in no, the, the thing in your face, not as in K-N-O-W-S, because that's no, a whole spelt, different. Yeah, that is different. No, 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 this is spelt nose as in your face nose. Your um, face nose. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> Your face nose as compared to your bum nose or your, your foot nose. Your bum nose or your elbow nose. Yeah, that's right. That's oh, right. imagine having a bum nose. Like, what's <laughs> that? Oh, no. It's that bum nose would smell and would smell. That's That would be an easy yes, answer to that question. Easy, yeah. Yeah. So your no, your, your nose definitely like smells. It can smell. It knows it knows how to smell. But is you the only thing is the only you you can't smell your own nose. I can smell because I okay. I'm gonna breathe in. And so obviously I'm breathing in the air around my nose, and I can feel the air going into my sinuses. But that means I can smell the inside of my head. I know what the right. inside of my head smells like, but I can't smell my nose. But I could smell your nose. I could tell right. I could tell you what your nose smells like and you could tell me what my nose smells like. Okay. I mean, do we risk that? Is that dangerous well, to do? I don't know. Well, no, it's fine. As long as we don't go nostril to nostril and breathe in at the same time, because then sure. our heads would fuse. Yes, no, we don't but, want that. We don't want that. And then we'd be then we'd be probably really angry, start destroying cities. You'd have to negotiate yeah. with yourself. Oh, it'd be impossible. Well, either I mean, it's either you get you get can get conjoined nose twins either from breathing at the same time, or because we are men of a certain age, our nostril hairs would intertwine like oh, Velcro, no. and you'd have yes. to either gently tease us apart or just go rip, and then That'd be awful. Uh, it would oh, be awful. That's it, that's, I mean, yeah. it really would. Um, oh, it's making my eyes water just thinking about yeah, it's just, it. It's terrible. Nose nose hairs are terrible, terrible things. But then sometimes I do think, what if you let them grow long enough, you just turn them into a moustache? Oh, would that happen? Is that how it works? Nice. Uh, could do. Could do, yeah. It, I mean, you'd have to cultivate a lot of them. <laughs> you'd have to get a lot of noses, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, look at that guy. He's got a greasy moustache with yeah. tiny, tiny little green pearls in it. Yeah, that's it's the not... problem. It would be a snotty moustache, which would be disgusting. Yeah. Well, you've Actually, which makes me think... Does snot smell? Because, like, when your nose is full of bogeys, you can't, like, I don't, I don't, like, sniff in and go, oh, it smells of bogeys. I mean, if, if we're going to get granular here, and we absolutely are, <laughs> if I've got, if I've got a, 
blocked nose on a good day and I sniff in, I, I don't so much enjoy the smell or the taste, but the, the texture. Mmm. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. That's, there is, I I swear, there is no human, like, sometimes we all do, we go, we sniff in, we go, oh, it's a bit gloopy. Oh, it's a bit like yes. I've like got a throat sweet. Okay, you'd be like, oh, there's a hard bit. Oh, I wonder what that is. Did I, did, did I accidentally sniff a crisp too hard and it's been stuck in my like I don't mean to get granular on it, but you know, like sometimes if you if you've got a snotty snotty nose and you do a big breathe in and all the snot goes in, I don't think about the smell. I don't, don't think about the taste. I think about the texture, and it's sort of like it's like someone's melted down some play doh, mixed in with a bit of jelly <laughs> and like some old starburst. And like, mm, 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 mm. oh, and there's yes. a there's a little bit of little bit of melted cheese about it as well. And if you know, you're like, oh, a hard bit. What's what's that? I don't remember. Did I did I snort some Pringles the other day? I forgot about it. Wow, yeah, that is amazing. So even if your nose can't smell your nose, it can. It's got other senses. It's got the sense of touch. It, what, yes, it does, because your nose is... You have skin on the inside of your nose. Mm. So so when you're smelling, are you smelling or are you actually feeling with your nose skin? Oh, my goodness. This is really deep. I had no idea. And it's... So, I, yeah. You say we can no longer say, oh, that smells bad. We should say, that feels bad through my nose yeah. skin. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, my nose skin thinks that feels delicious. That's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Listen, we are we are, we are nothing if not um, uh, slaves to accuracy and specificity, and so that's yes. that's what that's that's what you have to do. Yeah. Well, also, although isn't it Tony? Isn't the way you you smell um, it, like your nose hairs? Your nose hairs quiver, and they feel oh. like bits of bits of bits of smell molecule make your nose hairs wobble about. Hang on a minute. So, hang on. To go back, nose hair moustache. If you had a big nose hair moustache or even a nose hair beard, if you could grow it that big, yes. you'd be able to smell for miles. Oh, that's such a good point. You'd be there yeah. and you're like, Tiernan, why are you stroking your nose hair beard? Because five miles away, there are donuts. Yes. It'd be like a superpower. Yeah. yeah it that's would. Amazing. I love it. Captain nose hair. Or if he was German, hair nose hair. Oh, which is which is a great name. Yes. Yeah, that's a great name. Yeah, fantastic. I, that's yeah. Wow. Well, it's things to aspire to. Um, I, I suppose I should also we should smell each other's noses. Is that is that okay to do that? Um. Yeah. Well. This. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for asking consent. I guess we now we now lean 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 in and have a sniff. Mm -hmm. Okay. Lean, lean right in. Yeah. And okay. Hmm. Mm. What uh? What are you What are you getting from mine? Sort of casserole. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. 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 What, yeah, what about me? Yours mostly Scotch egg. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So, so it does smell. So the nose does smell. Yeah. But perhaps it doesn't smell because it feels things with with its nose skin. Yeah. Well, I don't know if like what actually happened when I leaned into. Uh, I've got very clever nose hairs. When I leaned into Smell Tiernan's nose, my nose hairs actually dropped down like tiny little octopuses and just danced over the top of his nose and then retracted back into my head. That's very impressive. That's Thank very you. impressive. Whereas when I smelt yours, my inner nose hairs uh, sort of tapped their computer and analysed. Uh, they broke down all the smells 
on their little uh, nose hair tablets and um, worked it out. And the, the smell they came up with that was most similar was mmm casserole. Mm, but casserole. it's a nice casserole because it's mmm casserole. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that was it. Well, wow, Ben, I, I feel like we've discovered new science. We've discovered a lot of new science today. We have. Actually. Well, we've covered a lot. Yeah. We have covered a lot. And I hope the, the listeners, you know, are inspired to go out and do science based on our science of no skin hair feeling things. Um, so I think the world's about to change. Uh, and, and if nothing else, I hope at least pasta fashion will be in in spring. Oh, gosh, I hope so. I really hope so. In in tiny little rodent boutiques everywhere. Oh, we can only hope. We can only hope. Um, well, listen, thank you, Ben. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. Thank you for your expertise. Have you got um, big things coming up? I, I suppose monsters are big things, and so you've always got big things coming up. Um, I always, wherever I hear large footsteps, um, there I shall follow. Like, is that the sound of a size 257? My help is needed. Fantastic. Well, best of best of luck to you with it all. Uh, keep keep uh, negotiating with those big guys, I will and do. gals, and big uh, and dog heads, and uh, and hopefully we will have you back very soon. I look forward to it. You're right. It is really wild. Big thanks to Ben Vandervelt for taking time away for helping deal with awfully big monsters to instead answer Rhino Expert Three Thousand's very important question. Rhino Expert 3000, I do hope you liked your answer, and if not, please leave any complaints you have on a tall building in Tokyo so Godzilla can destroy them and I never have to see it. If you have any questions you need to have answered on this show, please do ask your mud-butted foozles, sorry, I mean grown-ups, to help you email me at podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk or reply on the Spotify Q&A or leave a review for this show wherever reviews are allowed. If your grown-ups also want to help support this show to happen, they can sign you up to the Linda edition for a small monthly fee on Apple, Acast Plus or Patreon. Do also check out comedyclubforkids.co.uk as well as my other podcast, Bust or Trust. And don't forget to enter our brilliant InvisiDog competition too. Wow, I got through all of that with no wobbles. The jelly quake must now be over. Let me just check. Ah, yeah, there you go. My app says that it's all passed and it should be clear for... Two seconds? Why only two seconds? There's an incoming saucepan storm. What even is that? I've never even heard of that at all. How is that? A... Uh-oh. My saucepan detection app says it is very, very close. I'd better put my suit of armour on. Bye! You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, it's the end.